So, Paula, here's a thing that I always forget now that we're at the age that we're at. 21. Yes, 17. <laughs> 17. Uh, Just a couple of cool teenage podcasters. Yeah, cool teenage <laughs> podcasters who also like Harry Potter a lot. <laughs> I'm old enough now that I rationally know that I shouldn't have, like, a spicy hot chicken sandwich. That I, it's... It's only going to be chaos for my entire body, mm. but not old enough to stop myself from having that hot, spicy chicken sandwich. This feels like um, the Britney Spears classic, not a girl, not yet a woman. Mm, yeah. That's kind of what this reminds me of. Like, you know, you're old enough to know, but young enough to not know better. Yeah. 13 going on 30 <laughs> kind of thing. Who apparently the actor who played the 13 year old is now 30 i saw this on the internet that's upsetting and offensive to me (laughs) it's terrifying right she's always a child um josh what is your go-to food that like if you are like i'm gonna go crazy i'm gonna have food that is going to destroy my body but i'm gonna live you know live live life in the fast lane what are you getting I mean, yeah, it's a fr- it's a spicy like Nashville hot chicken sandwich, and probably good? a milkshake. Oh, that does sound good. That's a good combination. You know what I mean? Like a milkshake where I'm like, I know I'm lactose intolerant, and I can take this lactate and be like, this is funny that I'm waving like this broom to try to stop the eternal sands of lactose time from from and crashing over my body yeah, yeah it's like yeah i'm really trying to like everyone else i brought a knife to a gunfight yeah <laughs> it's worth it though very worth it how about you paula um well my body is a temple i only eat kale <laughs> it's a kale temple little kale temple when i want to be really wild i dip it in water um, no, I mean, I love, you know, I love some French fries mm, and I, I and then I ooze, ooze grease everywhere. <laughs> like, uh, like some sort of terrible villain from, a um, uh, the eighth mummy sequel or something. Mm, got Just it. Grease pouring out of my pores. <laughs> so hot. <laughs> Hit me up, Chris Hemsworth. If you're listening. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Being Earnest, a very sincere podcast. I'm Josh. I'm Paula. And we're here to talk with you about the earnest and sincere topics of the day, which we promise will not be all the gross food that we ate. No, I want it to be. (laughs) Yeah, today's topic is pus. (laughs) 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 Paula, what's our topic today? I'm I'm not bleeding pus from my pores when I eat a French fry. I know. What but are you picturing in your head? I, you know, Paula, sometimes you, you have like, to escalate. Like in our, in our comedy training, you take the thing that was a what? thing and then you bring it up a level. And maybe I went from level one to level seven without hitting two through six in the process. But I did want to just come up with something as gross as possible. Can you imagine if you were like, sometimes my tummy hurts, hurts when I eat like spicy chicken. And I was like, Oh yeah. I mean, when I eat a French fry, waves of pus starts coming out of my body. (laughs) Sometimes when I eat French fries, I bleed out of my eyes. (laughs) You know that thing when you turn 30 (laughs) and your urine is just blood the entire time. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm falling apart, but I don't realize it. Am I right, fellow millennials? <laughs> I'm a Gryffindor. <laughs> I bleed red. <laughs> um, Josh, what are we talking about today? Buzz. Today's topic is collectibles. Oh, la la. Are there things that you collect? Um, besides, you know, numbers in my phone, hoes in different area codes. <laughs> the look on your face as you tried to say that was, <laughs> told me that you don't collect those. <laughs> this is an earnest podcast, Paula. I, I don't know why you would lie to me. <laughs> as my boyfriend of, what, a hundred years that's outside. Um... What do I, yes, well, I I do collect charm bracelets, as we've touched on before. Mm-hmm. I, I do think I'm a little scavenge. I do think I'm a, 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 a crow of a human being who likes to have little piles of things, and I go, I collect them. <laughs> <laughs> um, collect charm bracelets. The other big one that I would say, like, I actually collect that isn't just, like, a pile of matched things um, on the floor is... Uh, Buttons from uh, failed uh, presidential candidates. Ooh. It's a good one. It's a good one because, now this is my hot tip, no one else collects them. So it's a great thing to collect because they're like six bucks. They're so cheap. They're yeah. so cheap. Huh. Huh. And that's fun because if in the, in a hundred years when society is crumbled and someone comes back through and is trying to reconstruct what happened in the American failed state, 100 years. Yeah. That's nothing. Yeah. Well, you know, let's look 100 at- years, it's turned to crumble and ash. And there's no internet anymore. No one has no. any. No, you know. no, no. Technology gone. Yeah. This person who finds only your apartment will be able to reconstruct all of the presidents, but the wrong ones. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> I am single handedly creating a false narrative of history. Yes. Exactly. And that's my gift, yeah. What do you collect, Josh? You know, I collected a lot of stuff growing up, especially. I went through a lot of phases, but the biggest thing was baseball cards. I collected so many baseball cards. That absolutely holds up because I do picture your entire childhood is that you were the beaver from uh, Leave it to Beaver. I've never seen Leave it to Beaver. Are you familiar with it? I'm familiar with it. I know that, like, one of the kids is a nerd. Yeah. Um, you know, just like you're just like a, a golly gee, all American sticking baseball cards in the spokes of your, you know, your bike riding down <laughs> to the creek, getting in a little bit of mischief, but not a lot. Learning wise lessons along the way from caring adults. I'm a- <laughs> a- an Opie, an Opie from Andy Griffith show. Only 50s references today. On the, on but that's, the a, that's what it is. Like, I think you are you your childhood was the kid from a 50s TV show. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I got into skateboarding for a while. That, that still to me feels like something the beef would get into. <laughs> um, but yeah, I got really into baseball cards and, you know, did not keep the, it, it was not the kind of like collectors put them in sleeves, make them as like pristine as possible, like mint condition kind of stuff. Yeah. It was, I want, to collect as many baseball cards as possible so that I can keep my lineups current based off of 
all of the teams, organize them by the teams that they're on, make sure that they are current based on the actual lineups that exist in the world. And then also, what would my dream lineup be if you're looking at all-time greatest players on each of these teams? And what would the lineup be and who would be on the team? And let me organize them that way as well. So you're just quietly laying cards on the floor, arranging your teams. Thinking about them and then putting them back in the shoebox where I had them with all of the index card dividers between teams. Yes. So earnest. That is so earnest. Oh, Beeb, that's so sweet. I don't like this. (laughs) (laughs) You know, also trying to figure out ways to like play the games in my head. Making up like I was, you know, the eight year old being like, I could come up with an entire game system and all the mechanics of a way that I could come up with a game where you could play baseball. I could recreate baseball in my head such that other people could play them, too. And my friends and I could play a game with our baseball cards rather than just look at stats. I'm telling you that I... I I know so little about baseball cards that I understood a four, you could have might as well been speaking French. Oh, well, what I'm what I'm saying here is that as a hit, you would roll up the baseball card, you would use it to hit a baseball. Mm, I, right? All I'm saying is that, like, as an eight year old, I thought that I had the math skills to come up with, you know, a game as complicated as, let's say, like Dungeons and Dragons or mm. poker. Something, you know, where, like, there is math and probability involved and things like that. And I was like, no, I could take this thing that's not used for that and come up with my own construct for it that everyone will understand. You were so ambitious. I was. And I never finished projects when I was a kid. I'd always, like, start three quarters of the way through Uh, and then, like, just leave it. You know that kids have such bad follow-through skills. (laughs) (laughs) kids these days yeah they don't know how to get into a sauna and build a project management system yeah <laughs> they so. never ta- they never tab l they're always looking at too long of a list that's an asana joke for all you break, users out there break down your goals into manageable bite-sized chunks develop a complicated card game system find a marketing company to release it <laughs> <laughs> Kids these days. Do you know what else I collected, Josh? What? I was a Beanie Baby fanatic. Wow. Yes. And I would say I was a Beanie Baby fanatic, but like my mom and my grandmother were like kind of leading the charge on this. Interesting. Yes. Yes. And it was a big, because it was, I mean, I was in Anchorage when I was, until I was 10. Um, and so it was kind of harder to get them. And, but the airport gift shops would always get it. And this mm. was, you know, pre 9-11. So we would just go to the airport, walk through the gate to the gift shops and like stock up. I'm imagining your mom and other family members just being like, we got to hook up. We got to <laughs> hook up. It's a code red. Yeah, don't, don't tell anyone about this, but you can get the freshest Beanie Babies at the airport <laughs> gift shop. This but, stays between us. Do not break the code. Yeah. But but uh, when the Princess Diana Bear came out, <laughs> which I really want to dive into, Princess uh-huh. Diana Bear came out. For those who don't know, when Princess Diana died, when the, the Princess of Wales, the People's Princess died, Ty Warner, the creator of Beanie Baby, said, what better way to commemorate her than 
a Beanie Baby. Sure, that yeah. Will sell. That will sell. A limited edition Beanie Baby. Which we were like, finally, something for the princess. And, and in, re- in retrospect, that is the tackiest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> well, at time of recording, Prince Philip just passed. Oh, which, I hope he gets a Beanie Baby. Uh, yeah, I'm wondering if he'll get like a Funko Pop. Or like... <laughs> What? Oh my God. Wouldn't that be so funny? Josh, what, what do you think? What do you think? What would you design for Prince Philip? What do we know about him? I know mm, nothing. Mm. Is this a beanie baby? We're designing a beanie baby. Let's do a beanie baby. Yeah. We'll also assume that there is a, um, a, a terrible looking decrepit Funko pop. Too. Yeah. So what I was going to say is that maybe because the princess Diana beanie baby was a bear, right? Like they, yes. they anthropomorphized a purple bear with a, with a white rose on her. Mm. Yeah. I don't know if it was supposed to be her or simply commemorating the woman that she was. Mm, interesting. Do you think also, also I want to, I want to get into Prince Philip. Do you think that Ty Warner boxed one up and sent it to the castle? Oh yeah. 100%. That is. So unbelievably bizarre. Like in retrospect, and we all went with it. We as society said, America's doing our part. Yeah. And it's, it's the, unhinged that we did it. Yeah. It's the equivalent of like in about a week, Ariana Grande dropping a track that's all lowercase with a period at the end of it called Prince Philip. <laughs> <laughs> because she the was so Prince. moved <laughs> that she felt like she needed to, to give a tribute. Now, very fun, very fun, very sexy music video. Very She's sexy. Just like Prince Philip. They did. Prince Philip did not die in a horrific accident. So it is a little bit different, but also. And that man, that man has been kept alive in like, it has to have been a cartoon tube. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. <laughs> yeah. But it's just, it's that concept of like the art that I create is too important to ignore this world development yeah you know what i mean like there are moments where like even we as like with our limited platform will put something out because it's the right thing to do and it's important and things like that but like it's the equivalent of like mm, you know what what if our topic this week has to be prince philip i would love it if our topic was prince philip should we should we audible halfway through Let's all talk about uh Okay, so what would our beanie baby for Prince Philip be? We're the new Ty Warner went to went to prison for tax evasion. That is true. I actually don't know if he went, but he got in big, big, big boy trouble. We're now running the beanie baby company. Prince Philip kicks the bucket, 170 years old. What beanie baby are we releasing immediately? And I don't think a portion of the Princess Diana bear went to charity. I think that all went into his pocket. Mm, okay. So um, I want to break this down into a couple different categories so that we can yeah. more easily answer this question. The first, it, it, these are the categories, and I, these are open to discussion. Paula, I want this to be a co-creation kind yeah. of process. The questions I have are, what animal are we making Prince Philip? Because he does have to be anthropomorphized, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What color is he? <laughs> because it does not have to be the color of that animal. Yeah, it needs to be like a, a primary or secondary color. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Primary, secondary, or um, uh, like a pastel kind of color. Yes, yes. 
And then what is the commemorative additional embossment, like the like embroidery, like how there was a rose on the Princess Diana? Yeah. There will be something else that is makes it commemorative in some way where it's not just the Beanie Baby and not just the tag. Well, okay, so we're running Beanie Babies. Things mm-hmm. are different. So we don't have to stick with the past. But in the past, Beanie Babies did use bears always as a special one. So they commemorated commemorated Princess Diana's death, peace, the country of Canada, like uh-huh. these kind of notable things. So that doesn't mean that that's what he has to be, though. I do like the idea that Beanie Babies were like, look, here's the thing. Universal concepts equals bears. <laughs> look, this is one thing people get. I am I am truly panicking right now because I was trying to do a little bit of research. They made this bear. Josh, I don't think any portion of it went to a good cause. <laughs> I don't think it was like, we're making this bear. And of course, you know, all proceeds go to Princess Diana's charity. I think they made this bear and they went, we did our part. That is so wild. It's not even we did our, I don't think they were even thinking we did our part if they got all the profits. It's probably, how do we capitalize on this this celebrity's death? I don't think you could spin it another way. I think it's just, how do I make money off of someone famous dying unexpectedly so and horribly? Wild. This is like the extreme part of like when a celebrity dies and then someone immediately posts on social media being like, this reminds me of this thing from me. Yeah. You know? I, I love this energy. Okay, so Prince Philip. Yeah, this is the equivalent of us putting out a new deck of no wrong answers called the Prince Philip edition. <laughs> <laughs> we put minimal effort into it. And then we just take the money. <laughs> um, okay, so I do think that Bear, if that's the standard thing, I think that makes a lot of sense, but let me throw this at you. Yeah. Like a water-dwelling mammal, like an otter- or a walrus, or like a, because or like it a. It was so. It looked like all the moisture. Weasel. Face. Oh, a weasel. Yeah, yeah. I really hope there's no big Prince Philip heads listening because they have shut off by now. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. Um, I kind of like a. I like a weasel. I like a little, a little rodent. Yeah. What about instead of a weasel? Because it's got connotations as if we're not saying that he was a weasel. I don't think he was like a good person. No, I don't think so. I think that there's a fair amount of ties to the Nazi party and the Royal family, um, especially of that age. But um, what about like a mink? You know what I mean? Like, or like a a regal mink wearing a cape. Oh, it's got a cape. I like that. That's kind of fun. And then the embroidery could be, well, I only have ever seen pictures of Prince Philip in a car. Yeah. Like, I've him. only ever seen pictures of him absolutely, like, looking like the curse from the mummy. I think this is our second mummy reference this, this episode. I would argue Ab- it's your second mummy there <laughs> this episode. And I'm aiming for 12, so get ready. Uh, full on, like, a car, because that's what we know about him. Yeah, it's very, and, like, I've only seen him in a weekend at Bernie's. Like, he's definitely yes. alive situation. Yes. yes, absolutely. And I don't think we have to do any more research because Ty didn't do any for Princess Diana. Did she yeah. like white roses? Who knows? So, yeah, so the little thing there is, like, what? It's, like, a driver window. What is the? Yes. It's a steering wheel. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a little steering wheel. Yeah. Now, here's the big question, Paula. What color... 
is this Princess Philip mink? I uh, I think that he is uh like a chartreuse. Mm, yeah. You know? Yeah. We gotta we gotta pay it <laughs> respect to the prince. Yeah. Now I don't know anything about I don't know anything about the the queen except having very strong feelings on Team Megan. Why is he not the king? I don't think he's got royal blood, so that he oh. is just so he's he's someone who is a noble but isn't royal blood. I think it might be the same with like when Charles becomes or not Charles. Um, when William becomes King, I don't think Kate Middleton becomes queen. I could be wrong on this. Let us know in the comments, but I think because she doesn't have Royal blood, she doesn't become queen. She's just part of it. That is so confusing. That is so confusing. I'm glad that in the United States we've simplified it and have three houses of checks and balances. Now the House of Representatives has 435. The Senate has 100. Doesn't change on that part based on population. Now we have a president. The president appoints a whole cabinet. But then the Supreme Court, they serve for life. <laughs> Do you think you could be a royal? I don't think so. I don't think I have no. enough tact. No, I think, you and I would mess up immediately. Yeah, I feel like there would be some really, I'd be great for like maybe 70% of the time and then there'd be some un, unforgivable rule that I line that I would have crossed and rule yeah. that I would have broken that then like some important duke or duchess would be like, I'm never going to support him again. Yeah. Mm. I think what would happen is you and I would be trying so hard. We would try so hard. In this, in this situation, it's some sort of blank check Disney movie thing where we are promoted we are yeah. lifted out. They, the queen loves our podcast. She goes, you guys are, you guys are up. Come on. I think that we try so hard. We try so hard. And then I think we explode with like the pressure and the boredom and we lose it at a very public event. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, like we lose it at a thing where we were just supposed to sit quietly and watch something and we just start screaming bits we just yeah. lose our minds. Yeah, yeah, 100%. 100%. That's what I think would happen. You know what I think the hardest part of being a royal is, though? You don't really have a last name. Oh, what is Harry's last name? So, it was announced maybe about a time of us recording, like two, three weeks ago, that Prince Harry, the Duke of Sussex, he became the chief impact officer of Better Up. Which is huh. a company where he got, so he got a real job, like a real job, not just Prince, right? But he's yeah. listed on their leadership page as Prince Harry, comma, the Duke of Sussex. That is his name, is Prince Harry, the Duke of Sussex. I don't know that my guy has a last name. Yeah, I mean, I guess you never hear it's like, it's not like Harry Skaggs. Right, exactly. You know, right. His now, last name is Duke of Sussex. And, yeah. And here's my, here's my problem. If I were a Royal, I would never be able to fill out any online form. There's no way that the Duke of Sussex fits in a last name form field. 
it's not also not my last name and it's the t- it's technically a title and they're looking for like junior the third but if i'm just like last name's a required yeah. field on every single sign up form on every single website and if you don't have yeah. one man that's a how is he signing up for neopets as a joke <laughs> yeah right how does he have a I netflix mean- account do you think they have access to the internet? Like, do you think the Royals have access to the internet? That's like the thing. Do you think they're actually like scanning the web? Do you think they have like Insta accounts? I bet they have their own internet. I bet there's a Royals only internet that like the King of uh, the, of the Netherlands has to where it's like a social network only for royalty. <laughs> boring. I bet those are the most boring posts. Yeah, <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> Still gardening. <laughs> went to a ballet today that's all they do i think <laughs> it would be funny if it was went to ballet today barfing emoji <laughs> <laughs> Boo! <laughs> we hate the arts <laughs> the queen's being a real dick today so we're actually in a moment right now where collectibles are huge So everyone's bored because of the pandemic and everyone's thinking about like, how do I find a small bit of joy? And everyone is deciding, oh, it's like, let me buy baseball cards. Let me buy Beanie Babies. Let me buy whatever. And so the baseball card, football card, for example, that market is up like 300%. Wow. So like if you have high level, really nice like rookie cards of like a Tom Brady rookie card sold for something like $2.2 million. Are you serious? I just threw out my (laughs) box of Tom Brady rookie cards. They were all vacuum sealed. Oh, I thought who's going to even want these. Yeah. Right. Who in the world world is going to want these? I put them in the garbage. Wow. Paula, you know, just bad timing. God, I always am doing this. (laughs) So I guess my point is, Beanie Babies are up. Other collectibles are up. All these kinds of things are up. So if we want to get in on the ground floor of the next wave of this, Paula, what do we think is the next big collectible thing as trendsetters, as influencers in this space? What do we think? What can we tell the people is going to be the next big thing? As trend forecasters, which is a job. That is a career. Wow. Ooh. Okay. So what is the most like recent, what are some recent trends? People love collecting little cheap shit. <laughs> I'm sure they don't think of it as little cheap shit, but yeah, it is that. You know, I read a book about Beanie Babies and I don't remember the name, but if you Google book about Beanie Babies, you'll find it. And it was so interesting because it's a drama, drama city. But that was like really revolutionary is this guy, Ty Warner was like, I'm going to make just a crappy little stuffed toy it's going to be $6 because that's the price point where people don't even think about adding it into their cart. Mm. So it's got to be something cheap. Um, what about like, um, is it a wearable? You know, is it like a bracelet, like a Livestrong type bracelet? Mm. That just is advertising our game. No wrong answers. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so my half joke, half serious answer to this is stamps are back, baby. Oh. So here's my here's where I'm going to throw it out, throw out there, is that it's not a new thing. It's a vintage thing because they're available. This is just like, 
I think it's super friggin' hipster. I think stamps are very hipster because it's physical media. It exists. You know what I mean? Like vinyl's mm-hmm. having a moment. Everyone's pressing everything on vinyl, even if it doesn't sound as good because like they know that there's a market for vinyl because everyone wants something physical in a digital age. Stamps are physical. They're cheap. They're so cheap. Like you were mm-hmm. saying, they're cents. They are, um, you're technically indirectly. I mean, if you're getting old ones, you're not necessarily, but like you're supporting the USPS, which is an important thing. It feels good. It's enlightened self-interest. And most importantly for a hipster vintage collectible, it's so damn inconvenient. Oh, it is And not useful. It's so inconvenient. Because like how much mail are you actually sending in a given moment? You know what I mean? Like you're not actually going to the post office. You're not sending mail. So now you have to do the like, Second, I mean, we send mail because we have a game company where we send things through the mail and we use USPS because we support our country. But there is... And um, we do deserve the medical... No, not the medical. The Medal of Honor. The Presidential Medal of Honor. Freedom. Yeah, that's it. We do for deserve our, that. For game making. Uh, I go to the post office like once a week. I should get it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's so inconvenient. Um, And I think, I think also adding on, people really like cute stuff. Like that also is like a big thing, right? Mm-hmm. Stamps are pretty cute. What if we also drew smiley faces on the stamps? You know, or like a little additional sticker or something. <laughs> yeah. So it was so okay. This is interesting because the stamp is valuable in and of itself, but it's almost like the like the. See, if we became a famous artist and this was our thing. When? (laughs) And it's like, oh, you have a Josh and Paula stamp. Yeah. That this is their medium is not canvas or watercolor, but Sharpie on stamp. That's small Sharpie on stamps. Now we're just getting into art collecting. Yeah, now (laughs) we're just creating art. Now we're making this and this is the problem with collectibles is that it always comes back to you're just collecting art. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I think that I think you nailed it with the stamps for like the very hip mindset, right? Yeah. For like a vintage, like if you were going to collect something that already exists as opposed to a new thing that doesn't exist the way that Beanie Babies hit the scene. Yes. I think we also need to think of a just an absolutely useless hunk of junk. Uh, that we can uh, adhere value to. Yeah. Um, can I throw something at you? I would love that. Tacky vacation t-shirts. Mm. We've all been cooped up inside for a year and a half. That's a good one. We're going to want to go other places. Yeah. You're going to want a memento. Yeah. And it's like vacation t-shirts or like matchbooks or like that's a good one. You know what now, I mean? Now I think you you can still wear those. So I think what if we boiled it down and they were small plastic animals wearing fake vacation t-shirts. Mm, yeah, like state specific t-shirts. Yep. And country specific. Yep. Like, oh, this is the main moose. Yes, yes, yes. And if you don't have that main moose, we, and we only made seven, right. like you will never have the full collection. Yeah, 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 yeah. You drive up the price artificially. Mm-hmm. Those mm-hmm. are actually so cute. I would love to have them. 
Yeah, it's like the it's like the state coins that they made in 2000 where they oh, like rolled yeah. out all the in order of the states becoming states. People lost their mind about those. This is really cute. And then whenever whenever a celebrity dies, we make one. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Jessica Walter main. That one's too soon. That's it's a too sad soon. one. But yeah. a Prince Philip one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We got there. this. Yeah. Did you collect those state coins? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I think that was very much like I uh, I uh, 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 anybody who was in a late elementary school, early middle school at that time, we were all collecting those state coins. Oh yeah, one hundred. But we it was like it was... we were reading Harry Potter and we were collecting those state coins. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> we loved two things. Yeah, and then at one point. Well, it was smart because they didn't take put them all out at once. It was like six or seven would come out a year or whatever it was. Yes, yes. And it's- and did you have the big? There was the big holder. We had a really big holder. It was the United States, and you had to pop in. I always wanted the holder. I did not yeah, I have it. I just had a Ziploc bag of non like special coins, like not normal coins. It was yeah, just like a, a freezer bag that just had coins in it. I don't want to brag. I had the holder. Oh, wow. Thanks. Yeah. At some point, they changed from states to, like, American happenings, like, events. So I remember yeah, getting yeah. one that was, like, the Louisiana Purchase. And I was like, what? <laughs> You're like, these have jumped the shark. Paula, wait. No, I have the answer. What? We mint coins with all the emojis on them. Emoji coins. And that's perfect because who likes emojis? Kids and their parents. Yeah. And that's who's buying stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <gasps> Solid gold coins with emojis on them. Yeah. And we sell them as a set on TV as an infomercial. Oh, and you can pay so in three payments of $79.99. This is actually a great idea. That's the thing. TM, 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 TM. This is ours. I think that's going to do it for us. I think that'll do it for us. Yeah, we got it. We have a lot of work to do. Yeah, we we have to go mint a bunch of coins and buy some rare earth metals. It's time for our signature weekly segment. Earnest moment of the week. I have a, a, an Imatwa straight from the Linden family. Like the, the hotline. Okay. Yes. Love it. So, So my parents called me about this and I know that they sent me a message about it and I cannot find the message. So this is going to be secondhand remembering of this, but we'll forgive, but we won't forget. My parents were on a walk and a thing that people do in Massachusetts, as I imagine they do in Minnesota and Alaska and anywhere else where it gets cold is they build ice rinks in their yards so that you can skate on them. Like you build like a little hockey rink, you build like a little rink. No, I've never heard this before. In their yard? Yeah, you like build a like a uh like you yeah, you figure out and you fill it with water and you let it freeze and you build like a little tiny tiny rink that you can skate nope. on. Never heard of it, never seen it, but I do love that. That is very cute. Yeah, and so it's been warm recently. And so the ice melted and my parents were walking by one of these and there were a couple of kids like sitting in a small boat in their frozen, uh, their melted ice ring, pretending they were on a river. That is so cute. Yeah. 
did they make the boat? What kind of boat? I don't know. I don't know if it was like a family boat. I don't know if they'd put like a like a, a swimming pool, like a plastic oh swimming pool God. in there or something. That I can't find really the original cute. text, but it was very earnest. That is so precious. Um, Josh, I have an earnest moment. Really? I do. And that earnest moment is we got our first piece of mail. Woo! At our being earnest uh P.O. box. It is from our 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 dear friend of the pod, Steph. She sent us a postcard. Uh, that congratulations on being a business now and most importantly on getting a P.O. box. I appreciate the both of you so much for the joy and giggles you bring into my days. Thank you for doing what you do. I squealed out loud at the post office. I was so excited to get it. That was so sweet. Thank you so much, Steph. That that made my day. Thank you, Steph. If you have an earnest moment, there are a lot of ways you can send it our way. So many. You can email us being earnestpod at gmail.com. You can also go to any of our social media. It is at being earnest pod pretty much everywhere. Like our posts, follow us. There's lots of updates there. Or you can be like Steph and you can send us physical mail to our P.O. box, which is you should address it to Josh Linden and or Paula Skaggs. And then P.O. box 25321, Chicago, Illinois, 60625. Right. Thank you, as always, to Ryan Cruz for our beautiful logo. You can follow her on Instagram at, at @rbcruiser. And thank you to Dylan Dutch for our wonderful theme song. You can follow his music project, Death Love, everywhere you listen to music. And it's been a week or two since we've begged you on hands and knees to buy our hit conversation card game, no wrong answers, but you can go to no wrong answers game.com to check that out and purchase it. Uh, it's great for as you're getting vaccinated and you're starting to see people again. Great thing to have on the table as you're uh, remembering how to have conversations. Yes, especially because none of us can talk. I feel like when I'm fully vaccinated and the couple times I've started seeing people, the only things I can think to talk about are like, I'm vaccinated and the pandemic. And so these are not about that. Not about that. It's a, we created an entire card game just for a crutch for ourselves. Yes. <laughs> no wrong answers game.com. Or if you're in Chicago, you can pick that up at any of the four sided locations. And until next week, don't forget the commemorative Prince Philip beanie baby will be on shelves in the next week. There's a limited number of them. Make sure you buy them immediately. All proceeds will go to us. Us directly. Thanks everybody. Have a good week. Bye.